Yes. Yes. Yes, y'all. Welcome. Yes, y'all. Welcome. Y'all hear the song right here. Y'all hear it. I'm blasting y'all loud this morning. Y'all hear the music. But right now, it's about the heart of the warriors today, y'all. It's about the heart of the Warriors today, everybody. Last night's football games and yesterday afternoon football game was was phenomenal. I've seen the heart of champions win out in a wild card divisional games in the wild card games yesterday. The games were so on point that you know you didn't know who was going to win. It went so back and forth in both games. That, that you didn't know who was going to win. Really, you didn't know. Welcome to the Real Sports Show, everybody. I'm Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. And I'm live here on this Sunday morning. You know, giving y'all what y'all want to hear this morning about the football games last night. The football game that happened at 425 yesterday between the Houston Texans and the Buffalo Bills. I'm talking about the New England Patriots versus the Tennessee Titans. Yesterday afternoon, yesterday night, and and how phenomenal these both these games were that night. I'm talking about how deep the Texans came back in a game against Buffalo and beat Buffalo in overtime. Yes. Mm. Oh, we're gonna get into this tonight, y'all. We're gonna get into this morning. We're going to wake up this morning. We're going to get into this this morning. I'm a, um, Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it this morning. I'm feeling it. How in the world did Brady lose 13-20 to 20 last night is beyond me. But we're going to get into that game a little bit later on in the show. We're going to get that after we talk about the Houston-Texas game against Buffalo. Yesterday, I watched the game... Houston, Buffalo, they 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 went at each other. They was going at it. Buffalo took a 16-0 lead in the first half. The first half of the game, they took a 16-0 lead. You know what I mean? They had them up 16-0. This Texans, I, I, I got to give all credit to Deshaun Watson, man. Deshaun Watson bought this team back, man. J.J. Wyatt, man, they bought this team back, man. That team fought so hard to get back in the game. I mean, from the two-point conversion that, that took him out in the third quarter. Took him out in the third quarter. They came back and battled back. They gained 11. They scored 11 points before they were answered back in the fourth quarter with a three-point with a three-point field goal kick. I'm telling y'all, man, this this is this was something of a phenomenal game because both teams were battling, just like the song said, like a heart of a warrior. Deshaun Watson breaking a tackle where two defenders was coming right at him. He broke it, scrambled out through the pass, and threw a pass upfield 
that led him up to the last remaining field goal that got him the field goal victory in OT. I'm trying to tell y'all this game was this game was tremendous. I seen the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. Josh Allen, man, you 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 did your thing yesterday, man. Nobody can count you out of the game that you had, even though you took too many sacks. You took a risk of, you know, taking too many sacks yesterday. You just took a risk on taking too many sacks yesterday. You went backwards when you should have went forward on certain plays of the game. <clears throat> you guys were in field goal position three times to kick a field goal kick, and you just went backwards, and you just took a hit. That defense of of the Houston Texans just pushed you guys back. They were pushing you guys back all in the last of the fourth quarter and in overtime. They were doing damage to you guys the whole fourth quarter and the third quarter. I mean, I mean not third quarter, but overtime. Throwing you guys off of your A game. But this game is about hearts of warriors. And I've seen two warriors out there battling it out on offense. Two quarterbacks. Josh Allen, man, I got to give you props, man. You did your thing yesterday. And throwing 24 of 46 passes yesterday, it's not bad, but it's too many throwing plays. Too many throwing plays. I think they should have ran the ball a little bit more and tried to get some yardage up field in the fourth quarter, but that didn't happen. Mm-mm. I think they should have tried to run, play the clock a little bit more. I think they should have tried to extend some drives out a little bit more with getting the pressure off this young quarterback here, Josh Allen. But, you know, they wanted to throw the ball a little bit. They wanted to run the clock down. They wanted to they want to score touchdowns. I understand that part, though. I do. I tremendously do commend y'all on wanting to run, I mean, throw the ball and do what y'all had to do yesterday to win this football game, though. But being that this is his first playoff game, being though that it's his first time being out there, and this Buffalo Bills team has not won a champion, I mean, has not won a playoff game since 1995. I think y'all should have took this game a little bit more with, you know, a little bit more of a, of a seriousness, a little bit more sense of urgency out there to try to beat these Houston Texans who were hungry. They were hungry, hungry. Like, I have never seen a team so hungry to battle back so much. They was calling Deshaun Washington the new Superman <laughs> last night. The new Superman. I, I tell y'all, it was a play in overtime where, I know I just brought it up, though, but I know there was a play in overtime. Deshaun Watson was in the pocket. He drops. He takes his three-step drop back. The pocket collapsed. It was two defenders coming on both sides of him. Smack him both at the same time. This man gets out of the pocket, out of the both the defenders' way, gets untangled from the defenders, rolls out to his right, throws the ball, gets a completed pass downfield in overtime. This man broke a tackle. This man, Deshaun Watson, in late in the third quarter, he takes the ball. He runs from scrimmage, runs the ball all the way up to the goal line and scores a touchdown, breaking two defenders that was on top of him. 
trying to bring him down. Two, three defenders was on him trying to bring him down. And he gets to the touchdown. And that's what started the breakaway game for the Houston Texans. They scored 19 unanswered points before the Buffalo Bills can score once in the fourth quarter to tie the game up and send this game to overtime. This game was phenomenal. This game was hitting on all cylinders. I was expecting the the you know the the Buffalo Bills to come out there and kind of win this game a little bit dumb. They had me rattled in the in the first and second quarter. I thought that was, you know, I thought it was all over. I kind of thought that the Houston Texans was done with the game. I thought they was going, you know, whatever the case would be. But JJ Wyatt said in his in his, later on in the press conference, all we needed was a little spark. All we needed was just that little spark to get us over the edge. Get this team, get this crowd, everybody back rolling again. Get the crowd back on our side again. Get this team rolling on our side again. This hell of a quarterback that we got. You know, in so many words, he was saying, let's get this game going. Let's get hype. Let's get right. Deshaun Watson says in his in his one of his in the press conference that he had after the game, look, I put messages in everybody locker. Let's be great. Why can't I be the great player today? Somebody got to do it. Let's all be great today. And I guess the message got to the team because Carlos Hyde was out there balling out too. 16 carries for 48 yards. That's not bad for a playoff game where the defense was stacked up against the run. That's not bad. That's not bad. You know, could have been better. Could have been a hell of a lot better though. But yeah, DeAndre Hopkins only got his first reception in like the second in the second half of the game. He went six receptions, eight targets, 90 yards. No touchdown passes this whole game. Mm-mm. Josh Allen was carving them up with his feet a little bit in the game. But the man that I'm very proud of is Devin Singletary, who broke out the game, got them upfield on certain plays. This coach, I don't know what this coach was doing. I don't know what this coach was thinking. I don't know what the coach was thinking yesterday. And and it shocked me because of the fact that on certain plays, it, it, it should have been a, a, a field goal kick somewhere. It should have been a touchdown in certain spots. It, it, it should have been a lot of things that go down in this play. And this head coach, just he relied on his defense so much. He relied on his defense so much that it broke out the game late in the in the in the final overtime. It broke out. The Deshaun Watson and his crew, they went upfield and did the damn thing. They did the damn thing yesterday. And I am so so proud of both teams. Because both teams put up a hell of a good fight. And like I said, everybody, this the today is the day. That we talk this weekend, we're talking about hearted warriors. Because you're gonna need that warriors mentality when you guys go up against the doggone Baltimore. I think it's Baltimore that y'all going up against tomorrow. I mean no, this weekend coming up. You guys go up no, I'm sorry, you guys I stand corrected. You guys go up against the Kansas City Chiefs on the twelfth, on a Sunday. It's do or die. It's win or go home. 
And Kansas City got a resting break. You know, they got a break of a week one bye in the playoffs. This, this is something that we got to, this is something that is going to be a great game. It's going to come down to the wire of these games and it's going to be a low scoring affair. It's going to be a very low scoring affair. You thought that this game right here was a low scoring affair of a 22-19 victory over the Buffalo Bills. This is going to be a very low scoring affair. And I think it's, it's the shootout that I'm looking for. I'm looking for a shootout against the Houston Texans and Kansas City Chiefs. I'm looking for a shootout. But I know I'm not going to get that shootout that I want. I know I'm not because both defenses are going to come in here. They're going to be riled up and they're going to be ready to go. They're going to be ready to go come Sunday. This team, These teams have fought too hard to get to where they are. And Houston has, the, has a warrior mentality. Kansas City has that warrior mentality. But I want to see how much fight this dogs, these two dogs are going to have on Sunday. When they go up against each other on Sunday. I want to see how much fight they both can give. But we're going to talk about that later on this week. We're going to move over a little bit towards today's, one of today's games that's going on today at 105 today. We're going to switch it over a little bit though. Minnesota versus the New Orleans Saints is today. Minnesota versus the New Orleans Saints today, y'all. It's about to go down today. Like I said, today's topic of the day is the heart of Warriors. I don't know if y'all heard the song or not before the game, before the show came on. Heart of Warriors is today. Minnesota coming in here and, and, and going into New Orleans today. Drew Brees versus Kirk Cousins. You know, these two ain't too fond of each other right now because they've met each other beforehand. Both are looking for a victory. Who will get loose today? Who's going to get the, the advantage today in the game? It's going to come down to a last possession. It's going to come down, is it going to come down to who wants it more? I think it's going to come down to who wants it more. Can Kirk Cousins finally win a playoff game? Can Kirk Cousins show that he belongs in the NFL? Can Kirk Cousins show that he deserves that $80 million contract that he got guaranteed in Minnesota? Can he show that? That's what we want to see here. Does he deserve the $80 million that he got? Because in my personal opinion, he thrown 26 touchdown passes this year. At the end of the year, he had 3,603 yards that he's thrown for. You know what I mean? He's thrown more yards than, than Drew Brees, though, but that's okay. Because he got a running back named Dalvin Cook, who had 250 carries this year, 1,135 yards rushing this year, averages four point, averaged at least 4.6 yards per carry this year. Also, too, is he had 13 touchdowns this year. Alvin Kamar for the Saints. We're going to talk about the Saints in a minute, too. We also got on the receiving end of the Minnesota Vikings, Stephon Diggs. Can he have an explosive game this today at one o'clock? Mm-hmm. 
is when to go home. Will there be an upset today like there was last night? Will there be an upset today? We would never know because we got to figure that out. I'm calling for up. I'm not calling for the upset. I think that New Orleans is going to take care of business today and get to that divisional round. I'm calling for the New Orleans Saints to get to that divisional round. I think if the upset was going to happen, it would come down to three point game. Stephon Diggs has to go out there and ball out. He got to play his game today. Kirk Cousins has to be damn near accurate that they call him every single game. He is the most, he is one of the accuratest quarter. He, he got accuracy for Diggs. You know what I mean? He can complete over 70% of his passes a, a, a year. He's completed over 70% of his passes this year. And, and he has to damn near be perfect this year. This season, he has to, this year, this game has to be damn near perfect. He has to be damn near perfect in this game. To ordinary to win this game going forward. He has to be damn near perfect to win. Because if he's not, then I foresee that they're going to lose their playoff game against the New Orleans Saints coming in. Since they're coming into town. New Orleans is going to send them back packing to Minnesota. <clears throat> I'm just saying, everybody. Now, let's talk about the other warrior that's coming into this game at home in the, in the, in the dome that he, in the New Orleans Saints place of residency. That Superdome, the, you know, the Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Let's talk about Drew Brees here, everybody. Drew Brees is on a hot streak. He's hungry. He's hungry. And it's not a damn thing that anybody can do about it. He's hungry. And a lot of people may think that Drew Brees is not hungry for another Super Bowl or another championship. This man has been an underdog. He's been an underdog team since 2009, where they were favored to win, and they won. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees' first Super Bowl win was in 09. 09, everybody, 09. I'm trying to tell y'all something special is happening. I think this Cinderella story is going to happen. Drew Brees is going to get past the wild card. He's going to get past the wild card game, and they're going to win, and they're going to go on the divisional round. Divisional round ain't set yet. But if I had to guess it, Drew Brees is going to be in that divisional round, and it's going to be a shootout. It's going to be a shootout because every time they go out there, they're going to play a shootout game. Drew Brees this year it has been phenomenal, breaking records all year long. He's broken a lot of records all year long, even including the Peyton Manning record this year. Now, whether they go up against the 49ers or the Green Bay Packers is to be determined. Will be to be determined at the end of the day today. Or who will they go up against today will be determined today. But Drew Brees this year has thrown 281 
And with the 371 attempts, he's completed 281 of his passes this year. Thrown for 2,979 yards this year. 27 touchdowns this year. Like I said, this man has been on fire this year. Can he get his run game going with Alvin Kamari? Who this year had 171 carries, 797 yards. That's not the Alvin Kamari I know. That's not the guy I know from last year when he had a 1,000-yard season last year. This year, he averaged a little under 1,000 yards this year. 4.6 carries this year. Five touchdowns this year. That's not the Alvin Kamara I know. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That boy is a beast. He's the beast mode. Can't Michael Thomas. He has 165 targets this year. He got a hundred and he got 1,725 yards this year, averaging 11 yards per receiving yards this year. Per attempt, nine touchdowns this year. It's going to be a good game. Don't worry. It's going to be a good game today. And I feel it in my bones that it's going to be a very good game today, everybody. It's going to be a very good game today. And I'm waiting to see who's going to take it out today between the Minnesota Vikings and the New Orleans Saints. And my final score prediction in this game will be 24-21. But if the New Orleans Saints go out there and ball out, I think it's going to be a 35-28 game. 35-28 game. And I think it's going to be battle of the touchdowns this game. Because I think Kirk Cousins is very, very hungry. But I think Drew Brees is going to take it 35-28. We're going to see a high-scoring a, 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 you know, high game if Drew Brees and Kirk Cousins ball out like they want to today against the defenses. It's going to come down to that last two-minute drive. Who's hungry more? Is it Kirk? Or is it Drew Brees that's hungry the most? And that final two minutes, regardless of whether the score is is three or seven points, regardless, who wants it bad? Who wants to go to the division game badly? Who wants the championship more? Is it Kurt or is it Drew Brees? And my answer is I think it's Drew Brees. But Kurt Cousins, you have a lot to prove on your plate today. Kurt, you got a lot on your arms today. You got a lot of things on your plate today. That $80 million contract that you signed with the Minnesota Vikings, you got them to the playoffs this year. You got them there. Now it's time for you to go out there and ball out again and see if you can make it past this Saints defense. Mm-hmm. Can your defense keep you in the game is the question. And the answer will be solved today at 105 on Fox Sports, everybody. On Fox Channel, on Channel 5. It will be solved and answered today, everyone. Now, to shift gears a little bit, though, because it's a lot of good games that's coming on today. I'm going to shift gears over to the Tennessee Titans and the New England Patriots game. Heartfelt lost for the New England Patriots today. Heartfelt loss. And I'm feeling that heartfelt loss today. Tom Brady. I, I tell you, I've never seen Tom Brady not throw a touchdown pass in the in the in the playoffs. In a while. I think last year he did it 
last year in the Super Bowl, he didn't throw a touchdown pass. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's going to be a hell of a game. It was a hell of a game. Brady went out there. He got his team on top for a minute. And, and it, it, it just went downhill from there. It just really went downhill from there. This Tennessee team, I got to give Ryan Tannehill his props. He threw less than Brady did. 72 yards, you know, one touchdown, one interception with a QBR rating of 61%. This defense let him down. His offense, his offense kind of let Brady down this year. His offense and his defense let him down this year. And, and you know, no fault to Brady because Brady was trying to rally him up. Brady was trying to rally him up and trying to get them all on the same page. Told him in the huddle, look, man, you got they're not looking for that, man. They're not looking for what you're thinking. He threw a pass downfield where it could have been a completion. And the receiver ran a little slower than what he was anticipating. He ran a little bit slower than what Brady was anticipating him to do. He told Brady to go, he told Brady told him to go at full speed. He went slow speed. Mm-mm. This game came down towards Tennessee being a hungry adult. I've seen Brady play with less on his plate. I've seen Brady play with less on his plate. But in the same aspect of breath, though, is this Tennessee team was not ready to play. But they came hungry to stop Brady this game. They came hungry. Oh, they came hungry. And they put the, the fight into New England in their hometown. In their hometown. They put up a fight in their hometown. And then it, it came down to a two it came down to a nine yard interception. Brady threw a nine yard interception. Interception. That cost them the game for being a one-point game. It was a one-point game. The entire game, all the way up. It was one-point game to that final second interception. Late in the fourth quarter. They could not turn it around at all, period, in this game. It was only a six-point game loss to New England at home. We haven't seen Tom Brady in the in, in, in a wild card spot in a while it's been years and everybody was on this game and I thought New England was going to really win this game I had all faith in New England to win this game and 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 my playoff team one of my playoff teams is out of the playoffs now and I, I was hoping that they would get to the divisional round and lose it in the divisional round you know, to a team that was in there, but you know, it 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 came down to any given Saturday. Who wanted it more? Brady wanted this game. Brady wanted this game. He wanted it badly. He been talking about it all week long that how bad of a loss he took last Sunday. The last Sunday before. And he said it took about forty five minutes to get over that loss. And said that, hey, we love football a lot, man. We love football. We want to go play football. We just got an extra week of playing football this week. Brady came in with the right mindset. 
Did his team come in there with the right mindset? Did his team want to go out there and play? They played out. They balled. But it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And is, is this the last time you will see Brady in a New England uniform will be determined at the end of the season? Is it the last time that you'll see Tom Brady in the uniform of New England? That is still to be determined. That is very to be determined. I don't see Tom Brady leaving the New England Patriots. I don't see Bill Belichick cutting him. But at the end of the day, Brady is getting old. He's not getting younger. He's getting old. He is getting older. Not younger, but father time is kicking in. A lot of step back passes that Brady was looking forward to just wasn't there. He was getting the ball upfield. His receivers just wasn't helping him out that much. You had Julian Edelman, who had three receptions, five targets, 30 yards last night. They were they weren't on this team was not really on the same page as last night though. They wasn't. Sony Michelle breaking out 14 carries, 61 yards, averaged four yards per carry last night. Now, the real beast mode of the night has to go to Derrick Henry. That boy had 34 carries, 182 yards last night. Average five yards per average, almost damn near six yards per carry last night on a defense that was supposed to stop him. That was supposed to stop him and shut him down. Derrick Henry ran all over the New England Patriots last night and he made it look easy. Made him look like light work. Made him look like it was easy, easy money. Made him really look like it was easy money last night. I don't know what to say for them, but he was the real MVP of that game last night. Derrick Henry was the real MVP. That boy broke so many yards off on New England's defense, it didn't even make sense. That's not the defense that I was looking for last night for the New England Patriots, who are in the divisional round, I mean, are in the wild card round. Not the last year's Super Bowl champions last year when they won six. No, 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 no. That's not the same team that I was looking forward to. Hell no. Hell to the no. To the no, no. To the no, no. I thought this was going to be like, okay, this is a warm-up game for y'all. Because your next game is going to be your game that you have to win to get to the conference championship game to either play Baltimore or Kansas City. Well, actually, I take that back. It was going to be either Baltimore or somebody else or the Texans. But as I was telling people earlier in the week, and I was telling tell people like this, this year will come down to the battle of the scrambling quarterback in the AFC. The scrambling quarterback will win the AFC this year. There will be a scrambling quarterback that win the AFC this game, this year. And why do I say a scrambling quarterback? Because scrambling quarterbacks are in style this year. Will it be Lamar Jackson? Will it be Patrick Mahomes? Or will it be, you know, uh, Houston's quarterback? And I just said his name, Deshaun Watson. Will it be Deshaun Watson? 
three quarterbacks, three scrambling styles of play. I don't know about Ryan Tannehill a little bit, though. I think Ryan Tannehill can scramble out a little bit, though, but he ain't running that much. Oh, no, 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 no. He ain't running that much on the defenses. He ain't running that much. But you got to pull out all stops, though. If you want to win the heart of a warrior, you have to pull out all stops. You have to make sure the ball gets upfield on every drive, every play. It's that warrior mentality that I'm preaching to y'all today. Warrior mentality. Yes, I'm going to preach warrior mentality all all weekend long. I'm going to preach warrior mentality all week long. Warrior mentality. I think that's going to take us all the way through. Just like the Nationals had a fight to finish last year, the fight is on this year. Who will finish the fight being the number one team? Who's going to finish the fight this year in the AFC this year with the number one king out of the playoffs this year? The king is out. It's time for somebody else to take that throne in the AFC this year. The throne is ready to be the throne is ready to be taken. The Titans, the Titans dethroned a king last night. The Titans have dethroned a king, which is Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. They dethroned a king. And now we have witnessed greatness coming about now. Because now it's going to be time for somebody else to reign supreme in the AFC. Who will represent the AFC going forward after the AFC championship game? And I'm trying to tell you guys right now, my bets are on a scrambling quarterback is going to take the AFC. Because if Baltimore does not get taken down, Kansas City, they'll take them down. Deshaun Watson, they'll take them down. Somebody's going to bring them down this year to size. Somebody's going to bring them down to size this year. And it's going to come down to a hell of a battle. It's going to be a hell of a battle. Oh, yes, it's going to be a hell of a battle. Shout-outs to Tom Brady for being dethroned last night. I hope and I wish you the best of luck come next season, whether you're in a New England uniform or you're not. I wish you the best of luck going forward, Mr. Brady. And now you have to take the Kings crowned off and pass it over to somebody else. Tom, you were you you were greatness at his best. You shown everybody that they can win six championships with one team. <clears throat> You've shown that with the warrior mentality that you have the hustling spirit that you do have in you, that anything is possible in the NFL. You are a future first-round Hall of Fame ballot quarterback. You are that quarterback. And my hat goes off to you, wherever you may land, whenever you retire or have you go. You are that future first Hall of Fame ballot quarterback. And the NFL would like to really say thank you. The real sports show would really like to say thank you for giving us the action that you did for the seasons that you have played in the NFL. We just like to say thank you. 
You know what I mean? But we're going to move right along forward to our next game that we have going up here for tonight. Tonight's game, the Seattle Seahawks versus the Philadelphia Eagles coming in the game. The Philadelphia Eagles are a banged up team. They have a lot of injuries on their team this year. You know, they have a lot of injuries coming in this game. And they have a lot of people that are on some injury reserve list. But as number two is, though, saying that this is Carson Wentz's year. Wentz, this is your year. This is your year. You have to prove to the world that the past two seasons was not a fluke. The past two seasons that you got Philadelphia there, Nick Foles took over, was not a fluke. That first Super Bowl that you guys won two years ago was not a fluke. But you was not a part. You was a part of that team. Don't get me wrong. You were a part of the team. But was it a fluke that you got them there? Um, that that Nick Foles got them there on your arm will be determined. Was it a fluke that everybody's saying that you are not the leader that you are supposed to be? For the Philadelphia Eagles. Can you get the Philadelphia Eagles over this hurdle of a of, of a team and get them to back to the Super Bowl this year? It's your year to prove it. Wentz, it's your year. Because the ball is down in your court. You have no excuses this game coming forward. Tonight, you have no excuses tonight. You have nothing to say at all that you was not there did you not play in a game can you win your first playoff game will come down to tonight can you win the playoff game win or go home in philadelphia in philadelphia lincoln financial field can you bring them a victory your first playoff victory can you do it is the question can you bring it this game is the question can your team that has been broken down, beaten down, can your team bring it this game? Will all be determined tonight. Because I'm going to let y'all know something. Russell Wilson, this ain't his first go around. Russell Wilson, <laughs> this boy is bad. This boy is bad. Bad. I love me some Russell Wilson. I tell y'all, I do. Russell Wilson is one of the quarterbacks, one of the elite quarterbacks that not only can scramble out, not only can get low and run the ball, not only can he get the ball downfield to one of his good receivers, Tyler Lockett, not only can he scramble out and run the read option, play very, very good. This boy can do some phenomenal things. And Beast Mode is back. Mm-hmm. Beast Mode is back. And he's coming hungry to play. Oh, he's coming hungry to play this game. Oh, he's very hungry to play in this game. I'm, 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 I'm waiting to see what this team is going to be made of when they go to Lincoln Financial Field at 4 o'clock. Actually, I'm sorry, 440. In this game, I'm waiting to see who's going to want it more. Is this Carson Wentz's year to say he could prove that he's the better quarterback than he was two years ago when he got hurt? 
and lead this team to greatness? Or will Russell Wilson and beast mode Travis Homer, who is a beast as a rookie running back, can he average the same amount of yards that he was averaging all year long, uh, that he was averaging this year? Six yards per carry in this game against a beaten up Eagles team. Now, I can't give y'all the definitive answer on who's going to win this game. I, I can't. It's two teams fighting with a Warriors mentality. Y'all going to keep hearing me say that all week long, all to, up to the Super Bowl game where it's the heart of a champion now. It's the heart of the the battle of champions. Who's going to be coming out the king of the NFL come out this season? Because the king has been dethroned. Y'all going to hear me say that the king has been dethroned. Now that the king has really been dethroned this year, now y'all going to keep hearing me say the king has been dethroned. Who's going to be the king of the NFL coming up, stepping up to the plate? Mm-hmm. Brady has taken down six Super Bowls. He has won six Super Bowls. He has won. Who's going to step up to the plate and take this year's Super Bowl? The king has been dethroned. That's going to be the title of this show. The king has been dethroned and who will take it? Who will take up the throne this year? Who's going to put the foot on the gas pedal in this game? Will it be the Seattle Seahawks? Will it be the Philadelphia Eagles? Coming in the Lincoln Financial Field at 440, hungry to play. Who's going to put their foot in their mouths tonight? Who's going to do it? Who's going to be the best team right now? Who's going to come out this game and be the best team? And go off to the division around and see what they can do in the division around. We ain't talking about the division around just yet. We'll talk about that later on this week after this game goes about. Mm-hmm. I'm hyped up and ready for this game. I have been hyped up all weekend long just for this particular game right here. I was hyped up for the New England game yesterday. I was hyped up for the, for the Houston, Texas game yesterday. But no, the games that are going on right here today are two are four hungry teams. Four hungry teams, only two teams can walk away scots free. Who's gonna take the beating today? Who's gonna put the beating on another team today? Who's gonna put up or shut up today? It's win or go home. Win or go home. Who's gonna go home? Who's gonna stay at home today? And will it be the Philadelphia Eagles that stay home today? Or will it be the New Orleans Saints that stay home today? Yes. Yes. It's time. It's time to wake them up. It's time to get rallied up. It's time to put all the noise to the side. In both of these games, two teams will walk away. Only two teams can walk away. Only two teams can go home. It's time to win or go home. Four teams, number two teams are already advanced in these games, already in AFC. The Texans, the Titans. Will it be Minnesota, the Saints, or the Seahawks, or the Eagles? Who will walk away this weekend keeping their playoff hopes alive this weekend? Who will walk away? 
and claim the divisional championship, the divisional round, and walk off to the NFC Championship game. Only two teams can survive the divisional round. Right now, two teams are left today to go up against two more teams that is waiting on them. <clears throat> Green Bay is waiting on the team. 49ers are waiting on the team to come in there to their hometown and try to play. But we'll talk about the Green Bay Packers later or down the week. We'll talk about the 49ers later on down the week, though. But as I said to you all today, it's the heart of a champion. I mean, the heart of a warrior today. The hustler warrior mentality is today. Who's going to come out there and win it today? This has been another edition of the Riddle Sports Show, everybody. I'm Mark, a.k.a. The Vet. And I'm... And I'm casting y'all out with the heart of a warrior. We'll talk tomorrow night. Heart of a warrior, remember that. Y'all can hear this show. I like this.